Good evening, everyone. This is Tala with Drive Through Therapy. Thank you guys so much for joining me tonight on another episode. And Happy New Year's, everyone, because I'm sure by the time I publish this, it'll be uh, a new year. And I really wanted to mark the new year with something very powerful. And I don't know why I waited so long to do an episode on this specific topic that we're going to do tonight, but it's perfect timing, I say. Tonight is about beliefs. Beliefs are defined as an acceptance of something that is true or real to that person. Beliefs motivate everything when it comes to a human being. They are so important that to some extent, uh, we even say it as a, uh, a truth. We, we even use it as a justification to follow a certain truth or a conviction. And we say it as, I believe in Islam, in Christianity, in Buddhism. I believe in the death penalty, abortion, uh, uh, whatever it is that we believe to be true or exists as real to us. And this is really important because just because we accept it as a reality, right? It, it's really important to note that it doesn't mean it is a truth or a reality that is accepted by everybody. I think we can all agree with that, right? So what I believe could be different than, for example, what my mom believes, what my sister believes. We could all have grown up in the same home, but have different beliefs that we've acquired from uh, the beginning of childhood. Beliefs are important. They create a sense of safety within us. When I think about how beliefs get started or formed, I, ha- I have to go back to the past, of course, because I, I prefer to talk about everything in the, in the form of development or childhood development. And uh, a child steps into the reality or the little universe that is their family. And a child learns to accept that reality or those truths that are conveyed and consistently reinforced by the family unit itself. Over and over, the child grows up and uh, starts to repeat what the reality around them state. And um, they start to believe and reinforce those realities in their own perception life. Now, Going back to why a person would want to believe something to be real or that it exists, uh, it provides, like I said, a sense of mastery of our universe, of our world. So uh, we do this quite a bit. We reinforce what we believe consistently, consistently. We're attracted to it. It is a part of our ego, a part of our humanity that likes to reinforce that we are right. And it is something that helps us survive in a way, because when I know, for example, uh, what a boy looks like, what a girl looks like, it becomes very easy for me to identify that's a boy, that's a girl, and I know how I'm going to react to either one, or how I'm going to communicate, or whatever the case is, right? Uh, Beliefs are, in fact, uh, a tool. They are a tool that simply guide us and help us with decision-making, problem-solving. Beliefs are a main motivator for us humans. It provides a guideline, if you will, how to live 
and what to achieve and what we find to be important, what we don't find as important, all of that come from beliefs. So you maneuver into the world by accepting universal beliefs, right? So for example, we have a speed limit that we all uh, believe <laughs> that we need to comply with. There's a consequence that if we don't comply to it, we could get stopped by a cop and given a ticket. So we tend to all believe in the power of the the uh, police officer, the ticket, even us going to the court to contest the ticket, um, all of that, we, we have beliefs that support all of that. In reality, if you take these things apart, they don't really mean anything. That piece of paper that you get by the cop really doesn't mean much. The cop in his uniform really in isolation does not mean much. If I see the uniform anywhere else, I don't necessarily, uh, it, it doesn't necessarily hold the same value as if an officer uh, who's wearing that uniform, who's uh, stopped me in a vehicle that has a siren, all of that in accumulation promotes and reinforces the belief that the officer is real, right? He really or she really exists. And they're about to give me a ticket, uh, but going fast. And all these beliefs in the moment exist. They're, they're really real and they're really important to us because we believe them. And beliefs, again, help us master the, the world, right? Help us master the, the physical world. They're out there. They're structured. And consistently, they are reinforced in our media, in our socialization, uh, in any way we get socialized, whether it's through school, media, what have you. Our parents, we, we are going to be reinforced with certain beliefs. For example, the beliefs about marriage, about monogamy, about um, how to treat children. All those beliefs are going to be uh, transferred uh, societally to us. And some of those beliefs, like I said, help us maneuver in a world and where we, we, we act in acceptable ways. We reinforce these beliefs again over and over. And the more we reinforce them, the more we step into them as they are the only real thing that exists, right? So if I believe in marriage, then uh, a lot of the times I believe in marriage as being forever, however we're socialized to think, right? It's forever. It means monogamy. But then when things happen that are outside of what I believed, for example, let's say the person cheats on me. Let's say the person does not find marriage is about monogamy, <laughs> right? Um, then more than likely, this will shake up my world a bit. They'll try to shake up my beliefs, a lot of the times we're going to hold on to these beliefs. We're going to really hold on tight and uh, follow that conviction. And we're going to keep supporting those beliefs. We even say things like people should not cheat. People should be married and stay loyal. Should be, should be, should be. And these shoulds only limit us to some extent from seeing the world as it is. We want to reinforce beliefs. Again, they provide a certain mastery to us. They can be useful to us, right? So when we, for example, um, uh, believe that uh, college or high school diploma is an achievement, as a society, it helps us uh, use that as a way to accommodate certain pay rates, a certain pathways in, in careers and all that. So w these systems work 
in the outside world to keep give us a little bit more structure and a guideline that we can all use, that we can all understand and relate to. And again, there's a safety in that. We feel a sense of safety to reinforce these beliefs. They're reinforced by our society. And eventually, in our world, we call them real. Again, beliefs are useful, right? Now, those are the beliefs that we accept in a societal way, in a universal way. Now, let's talk about the beliefs that act in a lot of ways on the inside. Now, the physical world needs those beliefs, those types of structures to guide things. We really support a scientific method, if you will, to understand the world better, right? We use physics to understand how gravity works, how atoms build certain structures, what the rules of these atoms are, how they multiply, we study them. So we used these types of proofs to solidify the beliefs that we have. So in the physical world, we can use these types of things to create a certain structure. Again, it's useful to do that, right? Because if we can prove it, that means it can exist. So we've learned that the physical world is measurable. It You can touch it, hold it. If you drop a ball, it'll drop to the ground. So gravity is, in fact, in charge here, right? And we can test or study the speed of light. We can seek to understand um, how opposite charges can attract one another while charges that are similar can repel one another. I mean, these are the laws of physics and we, it's, we can observe that, right? And so it is tempting to look at in the physical world and see all this proof. I can touch it. I can hold it. It helps me understand the world better. It's reinforceable because I can repeat it over and over again to get a certain mastery of my world around me in the physical world right? So if I go to, to a university, eventually I'll get a diploma if I stay there long enough and pass. When I stay in the military for many years, eventually I'll reach retirement and get paid for retirement. Like these are all things that I can prove and they've been reinforced around me and we believe them to be true because simply uh, and, uh, they've been reinforced and they've been accepted as a reality by many, by many. Now, again, this is tempting to live by in the physical world, but I want to point out and introduce something to you that is important here, just as important, if not the most important. It's where all beliefs come from. Beliefs come from the inside world, our inner world. So it is also known as the metaphysical world. Metaphysical usually relates to the mind, understanding the mind and the nature of it. Now, the world has limitations, right? We have gravity, so we cannot fly uh, unless you're a bird, right? Uh, There are limitations and structure to the outside world. It is observable, it is measurable, which is tempting, but there are limitations. So as humans, because we grow up living in the outside world from an early age, we grow up... uh, getting our value, getting our 
mastery from the outside in, right? So when I go to elementary school and I get a gold star for the day, I'm happy. The teacher's happy. I feel, I feel good about my day. I feel uh, worthy of my day. And when the teacher, uh, doesn't give me a gold star, then I don't feel so good that day. And we learn to get our value from the external world, or at least to prove, to prove that we are valuable through measurable tools. And so this is, again, very tempting. If I get a degree, I am valuable. If I get married, I am valuable. If I am able to have a child, I am valuable. If I am able to make more money, I am valuable. Buy a car, I'm valuable. Home, I'm valuable. Uh, those beliefs are simply accepted in a lot of ways by our physical world. Now, going back to the metaphysical world, which is the nature of the mind. Now, the mind, unfortunately, has been living from early on, from early on, like I said, from elementary school and on, has been programmed or conditioned to look at the outside world to fulfill the inside. It's the way we're all raised. And it helps us become socially acceptable, right? Because I, I want to be able to uh, have all the students go uh, on time to eat their lunch. I don't want them to exercise their free will. Whenever they want to go eat lunch, they can go eat lunch. Then we're not going to have, we're not going to have a structured school day, for example. So we want to be able, for example, to have a specific time every day where all the kids go and eat lunch. Uh, it'll help them and set expectations, feel a sense of security in their day. They know what, what to, what's coming and they can uh, master their, their world in that, in that way. They even train their bodies to say, okay, this is time to eat and I'm getting, I'm getting hungry already. And so outside, it is important at first to get a mastery, a sense of our self through the world outside. We, we, we were, we we're going to label our self, quote unquote, from external sources. So I could be the jock. I can be the valedictorian. I can, I can be an officer. I can be a teacher. I can be a janitor. I can be, uh, whatever it is. We start to structure, use the structure of the physical world to label what we might see as the self. We start to form beliefs about ourselves. It's not just limited to the beliefs that we form are not just limited to just the things that are, you know, uh, dealing with work, with who I'm with or I'm associate, what I'm associated with, but it's, it's also dealing more importantly with what I think about myself, the beliefs I have about myself, which also start to be formed from early on. And those beliefs, oh man, they are the, the most significant motivators, especially core beliefs, right? Beliefs that essentially I believe about myself to the core. For example, whether I think I am worthy, if I think I'm inferior, if I think I am um, a rotten apple, or if I think I'm not good enough, or if I think I am good enough, or if I think I'm capable of something or not capable of doing something. All those beliefs are formed and they drive, I mean, I'm, I'm probably not over-exaggerating here, but they drive everything that we do. They are in every decision we make, those beliefs about ourselves. Now, again, it is tempting uh, to have beliefs and really have been reinforcing them for many years. And we believe them to be real 
and and believe them to exist as real uh, because simply they are reinforced and that we've repeated them so many times and we've we've maybe been attracted to other people that say the same thing we say. So we've been reinforced plenty, plenty by our society. So those beliefs, unfortunately, become real to us. They start to act as a structure in the metaphysical world or in our mind. They, they start to act like walls, barriers, places that we can uh, go into and there's places that we don't go into. So it takes the rules of the physical world where structure is there right? Uh, we can measure it, we can, we can touch it, we can prove it, we can test it. All these things can happen in the physical world. We take those ideas or concepts and we start to run our inner world in the same way. We start putting up walls with those beliefs. In a lot of ways, beliefs on the inside about ourselves, which is what I'm really trying to get into here, the beliefs about ourselves really do act as, or can be, can be, not, not all beliefs, but some beliefs that we have about ourselves can act as a barricade, as, like I said, a wall, things to keep you from doing and being whatever you want to do and be. And this is really important because we're trying to run our lives from the physical perspective. Although the metaphysical world has, in fact, no limits, no walls, nothing at all. Inside my world, you have no idea what I'm thinking. You have no idea what I believe and what I think is important. There are no boundaries or no rules, but yet people limit themselves by simply believing certain beliefs that they've acquired and reinforced for many years as as reality. And unfortunately, that belief about ourselves that become a reality appears into everything that we do. So for example, if we never apply for certain jobs because I believe I'll never get it and I'm not good enough, then I'll never even risk applying for a job. If I think that I'm too old to get anybody to feel feel attracted to me or find me attractive or find me worthy, then I'm going to act on that as if it is real. I'm never going to look for anybody. I might settle for somebody who I don't like just because I don't think anybody's going to like me because of my age or because of how I look or whatever the case is, right? It's those beliefs about ourselves that just aren't real, friends. They're not real. However, they have been reinforced and they are familiar. And with familiarity for humans comes safety and security, even if it's toxic, even if it's not good for us. What is familiar becomes what is safe, because we've tested this in the outside world, right? When we are familiar with our environment, we tend to feel safety. We can repeat things over and over. We know what to expect. Uh, we find a sense of security in that environment. It's tempting to perceive that the outside world is the same way we're going to want to run the inside metaphysical world, our mind. But unfortunately, that's what we do. I want us to start looking at things from a really broad perspective. Really start looking at your beliefs, challenging those beliefs 
that you've been repeating over and over and over again. Nobody's policing them. Nobody's telling you, you need to not like yourself. You need to punish yourself because you did this and this and this. You need to not forgive yourself because you did this and this and this and this. Nobody's telling you these things. Only you on the inside are forming these structures, handing out tickets, policing yourself <laughs> for all the stuff, putting yourself in jail and prison and, and, and creating walls and barricades because you just don't find yourself worthy or believe that you are worthy enough or lovable enough or, um, valuable enough. All these beliefs about the self can act and limit and limit how we live. And it can make something that is beautiful, that has no walls and is limitless in nature, which is the metaphysical world, the mind. We can limit it by simply creating rules on the inside that just aren't real, but they're familiar. So we don't want to be able to run our life on the inside, our inner life by using the rules of the physical world. There is no gravity on the inside. There are no um, uh, sort of rules that we're aware of on the inside. It's truly, truly limitless. It has no rules unless you put them in there and then you reinforce them and then you make them real. And again, repetition makes it real for us. Familiarity and repetition and reinforcement makes it real. But if we decide consciously to stop reinforcing beliefs that are unhealthy for us, that barricade us and imprison us, we can go to places and transcend the physical world on the inside. We want to go beyond the physical world on the inside, which is for some people could be spirituality, for, for, for just everybody, I'm just going to say it, as a conscious being on the inside, your consciousness has no limits, has no barricades. And to treat it with the rules of the physical world, it's, it's not, it's just not going to help us out. It's just going to keep us stuck. So for example, if I want to feel valuable, right? If I want to feel valuable, even in that statement itself, it says that somehow I have to work hard to feel valuable, right? If I, if I have this belief that I need to work hard to be valuable, then more than likely, I'm just going to do a lot of things and it's just never going to, I'm never, it's never going to be enough. It's just never going to be enough because it's, it's not about reinforcing this belief. It's about eliminating the belief altogether. I don't even want to reinforce I'm valuable. I want to eliminate that belief altogether. I am valuable, period. I am valuable. To try to prove it only makes it, makes it uh, a belief or turns it into a belief that I am not valuable. Hence, I need to prove it. I hope you're following me so far. So I don't need us to believe that we're attractive. I don't need us to believe that we're worthy. I don't need us to believe that we're good enough. I don't need us to believe in 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 anything that is positive within us, right? I don't need to believe that I'm a, a good human being. I don't need to believe that um, I'm worthy because I already stand in it if I want to. If I just simply remove all those uh, rules that I've made up on the inside that I can only be valuable if I did this and this and this and this and this. Now, this is what the physical world is run by, right? This kind of proof system. We need proof in order for us to believe it exists. On the inside, 
ladies and gentlemen. We don't need that. All we got to do is just stand where we're at in it. If I am worthy, then I just start behaving like I'm worthy, even if I don't believe it. Because that's what most people tell me is like, tell I don't believe I'm worthy. So even when I tell myself and give my uh, give myself affirmations and tell myself that I'm worthy, I just don't believe it. Again, I want to just make sure that I repeat what we believe isn't about it being actual truth. It only is a personal perception of what we perceive as real, meaning that it is just a reality that we've accepted from repetition, from what is familiar. We repeat it enough over and over and over again. We reinforce about what we see around us. We select, our mind will select things to reinforce that belief. For example, I if I believe I'm not good enough, I will not see when a person treats me well. I'll always see and hold on to memory-wise to the people that don't treat me well. And so I'll always think that, oh, see, I'm not worthy. Here I go again, I'm not worthy because I've been reinforcing a belief on the inside that I have about myself, that I have, that I'm not worthy. Now I need us to stop reinforcing those beliefs because they just, it's, it, doesn't even make sense. It doesn't even make sense to, to put structure, barricades, walls, rules in a place that has no rules, that has no structures, no wall, no form at all. Our consciousness has none of that. It is limitless. It is as far as you want it to go. So making beliefs or forming them and continuing to reinforce them. I need you to start checking that. Start challenging whether those beliefs are in fact useful to you. Because if they're not useful, please, you're in charge. You're in charge of just throwing them out and starting to respond in a new belief if you want one, right? So I don't need to even believe I'm worthy. I am worthy. I'm standing in my world. I am a breathing human being. Hence, I am worthy of life. Breathing life. Let's just keep it simple. And so I want people to really look, to really look at their beliefs, right? Really take a look and see where your beliefs have been limiting you. See where things are not playing out simply, not because of the rules of the outside world, but the rules that we've made up about ourselves in the inside world, in our inside world. See what rules you've made up. Uh, Put your finger right on it because those limits and those rules are just not real, but they are familiar. So I don't want people to stop believing something before they start doing the right thing for them. So for example, if I, if I want to practice that I am valuable and I'm worthy with no proof that I just behave this way, I don't start doing things to prove my value because unfortunately that destroys it. It does the complete opposite when I try to prove my value. It's just telling me that I'm not valuable. So I need some sort of proof to prove it. We don't need to do that anymore. You are valuable. I am valuable. So we don't need to do none of that. Those are rules that are old and dusty. You get to decide what's a belief to chase and what's a belief to just throw out and stop responding on it. Our biggest ticket is our response here. I don't care if you believe it or not believe it. The belief is just practiced for many years. So of course, it's going to come in. I don't need it to shock you. What I do need is for us to continue to do the thing that we want to do for our well-being, our enhancement, right? Even if the belief comes in and it whispers itself in our ears, the belief is going to come in, not a shocker, but what I want to do is the right thing for myself. A belief is toxic. A belief can be irrational. Uh, they're not to be trusted all the time. 
whatever formed the belief that I may have had growing up based on how people treated me, let's say I formed a belief that that says I'm not valuable, I'm not worthy, I'm not good enough, uh, based on just parents' neglect, for example, or trauma, or uh, whatever the case is. Let's say I happen to form those beliefs accidentally growing up just to just to survive, because again, we need mastery. Those beliefs help ground us in some form. They're familiar, but we cannot necessarily count on them as being a truth. They're just simply a formation of our psyche based on what we've experienced. And it just captures a snippet of time and it captures an interpretation that we've come up with, not the truth. It's just an interpretation. If I continue to act on that interpretation, right? If I think I'm not valuable and I continue to respond in that way, I will subconsciously make decisions in every area of my life because I don't think I'm valuable. And so in itself, that belief is powerful and it feels, when it comes in, it feels familiar, which is what we call believe it. I I believe it because it's just basically another way to say that is it feels familiar. The familiarity should not be trusted. Not every feeling that is familiar (laughs) and I've felt it before is to be trusted. A lot of it may be irrational or toxic. Like I said, however it formed growing up for whatever, whatever the reasons why, right? I don't want to, I don't want it to ever, I don't want to use that same belief that I formed back then under toxic situations and use it today on myself. I, I don't need it to limit me anymore. I am valuable where I'm standing. I don't need to do anything extra for that. I am forgivable where I'm standing. I'm useful where I'm standing. Whatever it is you want to be, you are already in it. And so rehearsing those, that, that belief that I am worthy, I don't need to prove it. All of those things, even if the old beliefs come in, again, not a shocker, they're going to come in, but I need you to keep going. Start breaking those walls down that have been limiting you, whatever they are, whatever they are. It's something so simple and it's in everything that we do. All day long, we live out these beliefs that act as limitations. For example, like I'll never lose weight is a common one that I hear from people. I'll never be healthy. I'll never finish school. There's so many different things. I'll, I'll never be worthy enough of a good, healthy relationship. Whatever the case is, I need you to look at what you're saying. It's just accept its presence in you is more like it. But understand that whatever formed it may not have been healthy. So to live by those same rules today, those beliefs today does not help you in your life and what you want to become. And you can become anything you want to become. Don't let anybody tell you different. Anything you want to become, anything you want to do, anything you want to be, this is the lifetime to do it in. And don't let anybody tell you different. So I hope this helps you on your new year. And think of it this way. I'm not, you don't have to work towards a goal. You're already in it. Just start acting and responding in a way that you're reinforcing that you're already in it, right? The no more self-deprecating jokes, no more uh, apologies when I really didn't do anything. Uh, you know, start submitting applications where you've always wanted to work. Start dreaming and dream big. Just dream. Allow yourself to dream. I think people don't do that enough these days. The magic is gone. We all want to be fabulous things when we grow up. Unfortunately, somewhere along the way, people laugh at those dreams. We get reinforcement from the outside and we start bashing those dreams into little pieces and think we can't do them. This is the time to have those dreams back. And I want you to have them back. You are worthy of them in this lifetime, in this one. Okay. 
I hope this helps. I love you guys. Happy New Year, everyone. And make this new year more and more limitless. The metaphysical world is all yours. It's been there. It's knocking at your door. All you got to do is open it up. This has been an episode of Drive Through.